The following is a production of the Lance J Radio Network and Best in the World Sports, a division of Definitive Visions Multimedia. The opinions and views expressed are certainly those of the host and do not represent the views of Lance J Radio Network. Work. You're listening to Jones and Brown. Both of you the crazy. Both Mike Jones and John Brown. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Jonesy and Brown Show. He is Mike Jones. I am John Brown. Mike, Mike. It's been two games. We've had two games now to experience James Harden. James Harden has now been a sixer for two games. We all had our reservations. We all had our misgivings. We all, you know, and we we did a show, and you had kind of explained why. And it, this was months ago. This was a long time ago, maybe even close to a year ago. You would say you wouldn't trade Ben Simmons for uh, James Harden. Mm-hmm. That, was just, that was me. That that was you. That was, that that was you. But you know, maybe things, a year, year and a half ago, it was a little while ago. But I said that. Think, things uh, that have changed. Big. Situations have changed. Mm-hmm. We've now gotten two games with James Harden. Uh, we're we are recording this podcast before the Wednesday game night three. game with the, before Game Three with the Knicks. We'll we'll be ending we'll, right around the time yeah. Game Three is. Oh yeah, we we this podcast will be over <laughs> once Game Three starts. Mm-hmm. However, you've had you, you you've had a small sample size. You've watched what he brought to this game. Mm-hmm. I need I need to know your thoughts. Now, two games into James Harden as a sixer. All right. So, I'm going to lean back for a second to get comfortable. Because I need you to understand something. He's leaning things. back. Okay. First of all, what's the one thing I always try to do when I'm talking sports? Mm-hmm. I try to be objective. Try to be objective. You're you're Mr. Objectivity, Mr. Nuance. That is you. Toss that out the window. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. This is the the most fun I've had watching ball in a long time. Yes. Like, okay. As far as fun and watching a team play, this is up there with that 73-win Warriors team. Mm -hmm. This is up there with, like, Kobe and Shaq. Like when it's like the pieces really just yes. fit. When Kobe it's, and Shaq really started to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Kobe, Phil and Jackson, not, Kobe and Shaq, not and you I'm know, not, not, not Dell Harris or whatever. About a team that has to win the championship, mm-hmm. which is why I mentioned the seventy-three win Warriors first. Yes, mm-hmm. but when you watch them play that year, the cohesiveness of the team, the way the pieces fit. You look at it and you be like, this is the way the game is supposed to work. Yes, yes. So when I said a year or so, year or so ago, but however long ago it was, that I didn't want to trade Ben Simmons, it was based on the hope that if he, he ever became willing to actually shoot the ball, the attention he would draw from the defense means they have to double-team him and then you can't double team Joe, or if you double team Joe, everybody else is running around wide open. Yep. 
And that was the hope. Plus Ben Simmons' defense, which was what nobody argues. Ben Simmons is a better defender than James Harden. Agreed. Agreed. So that with the hope that combined with the difference in age was why at that point you don't want to trade Ben Simmons for James Harden. Since then, we've learned that Ben Simmons, for whatever reason in Philadelphia, refuses to be who he can be. Mm-hmm. However, what we've also learned is that through at least the first two games in Philly, you get a fully engaged Ben James Harden. Mm, and yeah. what a fully engaged James Harden gives you is that all that stuff I was just talking about, we were hoping Ben Simmons could be on offense, but also a fully engaged James Harden who does have a great basketball IQ and is able to read the floor as well as anyone is now being active and engaged on the defensive end. You don't get, you don't get five steals on a fluke. You're engaged to get five steals as he did Sunday against the Knicks. So at, at least to this point, the expected, defensive fall off hasn't actually what we've seen in reality as far as defensive fall off hasn't Mm -hmm. been as bad as what we expect the anticipated defensive fall off swapping Simmons for Harden and on top of that what have I always said about Calipari point guards Calipari point guards aren't aren't point guards you can run an offense through. They'll mm-hmm. get you buckets. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll shoot. They'll mm-hmm. get you points. Mm-hmm. But they're not necessarily going to facilitate. They're not going to necessarily get you high amount of assists. Mm-hmm. Not going to, they're not someone you want to set your offense through. So they're really – so what really what they end up being is two guards and point guard bodies. Yes. But you yes. know what happens? If you have a 6566 guy who can play the point guard at a high level, you can run with that 622 guard because mm-hmm. your defensive matchups still work out. Mm-hmm. So now Maxi can on offense can fit into hit slide into his natural position where he's not being pressured to facilitate the offense and Harden can be the primary ball handler decision maker and with the attention he draws he creates open shots open to opportunities for any any and everybody Joel Embiid said it himself he was wide open he's never been wide open like that before so as far as a fit outside of one guy it's it's basketball heaven right now in Philadelphia basketball heaven it, it, it's definitely – it's, it's been good to watch. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy is, like, he, one – and I understand that it's early. I understand – Oh, it's, it's been very early. Very early. It's been early. two games. They played Minnesota. They played the Knicks. That's not necessarily – you know, that's not necessarily the, the, the cream of the crop. But this was, this was a team that was having a lot of fun playing basketball before James Harden got here. 
what you know, X's X's and O's aside. Take mm-hmm. what you think about Doc Rivers aside from X's and O's. You look at the job that he has done as a coach with this team, keeping this team together, keeping this team locked in, keeping this team focused with what they had hanging over them. Mm-hmm. Their star play. This is not a role player. Ben there was Simmons a black is, cloud over this team all yes, year long. A, a black cloud. Your star player, your number two. Joel Embiid was number one. Ben Simmons was number two. Guy you drafted number one overall. Guy you went 10 and 73 for. Does not want to play for you. Does not want to play for you. Doesn't want to be around you. Doesn't want to be around the guys that you brought in. This was a team that was at the top of the end, was at the top of the East at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. At the beginning of the season, then the whole team got Basically, the whole team got COVID. Whole team got COVID. Joel Embiid missed a whole bunch of games. They fell down to like the eighth seed. When Joel comes back, they climbed themselves right back up to third. This was a team locked in all season. I'm not calling them a lock to win the, the NBA championship. I, I, we, we know because we are realistic that they're, you know, the. the the chances of them winning a championship without Ben Simmons and James Harden mm-hmm. was slim and none. However, the fact that they were pretty close to the pace that they were a season before when they were the number one team in the uh, in the East. Mm. Now, without Ben Simmons, that is something that I, I, I believe you have to tip your hat to the coach. You have to tip your hat to the coach and the uh, the atmosphere that he created. Now, okay, now, I I do want to do this though, because at okay. the end at the end of what I was saying, I I, I said something. I, you let it slide. I'm surprised you let it slide, but we got to get to it at one at some point. Okay. Because because what I said was, outside of one guy, it's basketball heaven, and you let that slide. <sighs> nah, I I I did. We we got to talk about that too. Okay, let's talk about it then. Because because here's the issue. that This guy, not to say he's not talented, we're, we're not going to go the whole hot take route of calling him a bum, but what he's not mm-hmm. is a guy who's a catch-and-shoot player mm-hmm. or a guy who, necess- who necess- necessarily likes to make quick decisions. That's going to be problematic. Mm-hmm. Because when you're playing with two guys that draw double teams, the two things you really need to be able to do are catch and shoot and make quick decisions. Yeah. Neither of those are the strength of his game. He's a guy who likes to get the ball in his hands, dribble a few times, kind of survey the pl- survey the court mm-hmm. and then make a decision go with what he's going to go with and yeah you just can't do that with Joe and with and now James Harden on the court together when it was just Joe yeah you could do that 
All right, uh, real quick, because we because we are going we are live. Bryant wants to know: Are we talking about Tobias Harris? Go ahead, you let. Come on, man. Yeah, we're grown we, men we, here. We're, we're, we're talking about Tobias Harris. I and I feel like with with that, there there are two there are two ways to look at that. Mm-hmm. There are two ways to look at that. One way is when you. One way is it's only been two games. Uh-huh. There's still plenty of time to figure it out. Fair. Let, let, let's let let's see how this plays out. Let's give to buy because he is a talented guy. He is he is a talented guy, and and right or wrong, fair or foul, we have a lot of money invested in him. Uh-huh. And the type of money where we can't just be like, all right, man, dude sucks. Get him out of there. We ain't buying out Tobias Harris. Right. You know, we ain't buying out Tobias Harris, and we ain't sitting Tobias Harris on the end of the bench with with, with uh, Joe and Paul. Uh, not Joel and B, just Joe. And, uh, and, and Reed and, and those guys. Tobias has to play. Tobias, we're going to get this team is going to give Tobias Harris any and every opportunity to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And Tobias was probably playing his best ball at the end of his Clippers, uh, the end of his Clippers uh, tenure with tenure Doc Rivers. With Doc Rivers. Mm-hmm. And that's where the other hand comes in. Because Doc got rid of his ass. <laughs> hey, you know it, it is I mean, what it, it, it is. What what, it, that's, is. it is what it is. When it came down to it, you know, the Clippers weren't sellers at the time. Mm-mm. Clipper, you know, they made a Clippers, business decision. Yeah, Clippers made a business decision. Doc made a business decision and got rid of Tobias. So you know, at this point, you know, it, with. with with the excitement and, and 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 here it is you know here because this is for you because you're Mr. Nuance you know with the excitement of James Harden playing really good ball mm-hmm. balled out against Minnesota came back with a triple double in the garden a triple double in the garden in the garden you know I'm Getting buckets, throwing dimes. Those are words you throw. Triple double and five steals. Five steals and a triple double in the garden. Those are things you talk about when you, you know, you you think MJ. You know, you think MJ. And and we're talking what a sixteen assist to three turnover to triple double. When your assist to turnover ratio is five to one in a triple double with five steals, like we're we're balling out. Yeah, we're giving them everything. Mike Jones, Mike Jones, you were a guard. Mike Jones, you were a good guard. You see a triple, you see your point guard with a triple double, 16 assists, five mm-hmm. steals, three, what was it, three turnovers? Three turnovers. Three turnovers. How does that make you feel? You, you, you're you, a guard. That's you. I know this we is your wheelhouse. I, I, if, if, if I see those numbers from my point guard, 
yes. with a solid shooting percentage. Yes. I'm assuming we won and it wasn't close. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming we had complete control of that game. And 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 honestly, and because because the Sixers pulled the Sixers the Sixers Sixers in the fourth quarter. You know, New York kept it close. They made plays, took the lead. You know, took the lead a couple times in, in the third quarter. But in the fourth quarter, in the fourth quarter, the team that's at the top of the the top of the conference did what you expect a team from the top of the conference to do, and the team towards the bottom did what a team towards the bottom does. Mm-hmm. And it's a shame because I feel like th- that goes to what we have been talking what we talked about in the last couple of weeks. We talked about it with uh, Coach Ron. Uh, talked about it with Sean Bell. New York doesn't care about the Nets. Mm-hmm. New York is a Knicks city. The Knicks are the team with, with the long established history and, and the loyal and- fan base in New York. And it's so clear that the Knicks just just flat out overachieved last year. Absolutely, I mean just flat just flat out overachieved, and it's one of those things where I, I I will I will admit this right now. I will admit this. I, I'm being honest, and it might just be what's in this cup. <laughs> I. I appreciate, and I've I've always appreciated and respected the perspective that you bring to like discussions. No, oh, well, you thank know, you. you know, we, we'll go back and forth, and mm-hmm. you know, That's all in you, good fun. Yeah, it's, it's all in good fun, and I I feel like I've tried. I've tried to can, be honest. Can, can mm-hmm. I can I give a quick timeout? Yeah, I want to say something as you say that. Mm-hmm. Couple weeks ago, we got into it. Yeah, I, I want to say this. Uh-huh. I absolutely understand your point about what we were saying then, uh-huh. and I agree. To build a team, you need some homegrown talent. I was really arguing semantics about the word "build around." Uh, I, I I knew that, but, but, I, but now, I, but everybody I, I, else I, thought we were really getting into it. Yeah, well, that, that, we that, knew that, what that we happens. were doing. We yes, knew what yeah, we were doing. yeah, exactly. <laughs> People who are new to us always want to have an intervention when we have a show like that. But we we good. We we've been good. And in in fact, if if there's time, because once again, I don't know if I'll be able to remember because of what's in this cup. But um, I, I I will double back to that. But the 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 point I am trying to make is like there there have been times in conversation. You know, you will bring forth a perspective, and I, and, and and honestly, I, I when, when I run it back, I'm like, you know what? I didn't think about it like that. You know, it's like okay, I I didn't think about it like that. And there's sometimes when it's like, you know, I was like, hey man, I know how I felt, but Jonesy said this, and you know what? After thinking about it, you know, I'm, okay, all right, I see it a little bit differently. Other times I'm like, man, Jonesy, Jonesy don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> That's Forget fair, that, you know, but, but but whatever. But you know, just sometimes it's like, look, you know, it. it I mean, it, it is what it is. But not, but no, nonetheless, it's like with, you know, with with this team, you know, and 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 with like with 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 the Knicks, I thought it was so. I personally thought it was so clear and being realistic. Hmm. Like New York, New York basketball is back. 
we're back. You know, this team is back. The Knicks are back. Every, you know, all is right with the basketball world. And it's like, yo, these dudes are so clean. And and, and honestly, I felt the same way about Atlanta. Yes, they beat my team. Mm-hmm. Yes, they beat my team. But I'm not ready to – when you're talking about the beasts of the Eastern Conference, you know, I'm not ready to add the Atlanta Hawks to that conversation. When I, when I think about the Nets – the Bucks, you know, Sixers, whatever. Mm-hmm. I wasn't ready to add Atlanta. Yes, they beat the Sixers, and you can't deny that. I'm not, you know, I'm not somebody to come out here and talk about. I boots. wasn't ready to add Atlanta then. I was. I'm not ready to add Atlanta now. Yeah. The only reason I believe Atlanta beat the Sixers last year is because Ben Simmons did what Ben Simmons did. Yeah. If Simmons, he did, Simmons. Yeah, exactly. If he had played like a pro, even shooting a low percentage, just being willing to take shots so, to the point where you don't have to come off the court, yeah, Sixers win that series. Yeah. You can't have your point guard afraid to touch the ball. Mm-mm. It's not going to work. Exactly. You know, and, and, and I feel like with that, and, and part of what, what made it frustrating was I, I felt like the thing that I liked about Ben, I felt like Ben was 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 kind of unflappable. Mm-hmm. Like we'll say whatever we want about Ben. Ben's Ben. Yeah, you didn't but, get the emotional highs and lows from Ben. Mm-hmm. He didn't look. But you know, that he, may have just been because he was completely disengaged. Looking back. Yeah, yeah, you know, you you're right about that. Yeah, yeah. But nonetheless, it's like, look, man, he's gone now. And now that he's going, you know, we can talk about him less and less to the point where, you know what, we ain't talking about Ben Simmons on this show anymore because we got James Harden. We got the beard. Mm-hmm. We got the beard. We now have we now have a bona fide duo. Mm-hmm. And if any, for anybody who can't tell, Jonesy and Brown is 100% pro beard. Yes. So. I'm definitely pro beard. <laughs> I, look, and, and, and I'm getting to the point where it's now it's about as long as it's going to get. But yes, we we are pro beard, pro facials. But nonetheless, but nonetheless, we we now have a duo, a bona fide duo, and I feel like there were people who had their doubts. There were people who had their doubts about whether this team could play together, whether this team could gel, whether these two, whether the two players. Uh, Joel Embiid and and James Harden could gel, could mesh together, mm-hmm. and it's starting to look like that's a reality. I think Sean, it was Sean Bell came on the show a couple of weeks ago, talked about you know Joel needs boys, in the sense that he needs to be playing. You know he needs to make some friends who are willing to come in here and play. Mm-hmm. Uh, Crazy question, uh, crazy side note. Are you on TikTok? No. Okay. I will admit, I don't post no TikTok videos. <laughs> but I do, I, I am on TikTok. Okay. And, you know, and I, you know, it, it is what it is. Like, I'm not going to post any video. I'm not going to make any videos. But I will watch people's stuff. I will watch people's content. Somebody brought up a point 
on TikTok. There's, there's one guy, he's a basketball coach. I might, I, I might send you the video if I can find it. But basically, it was video from 76ers practice. And it's Joel Embiid practicing that, that James step Harden, back. that step back on Harden. Oh, I've seen that video. Yeah. But what the point that the guy was trying to make was, in five years, how many videos did you see of Joel and Ben Simmons playing around practicing after practice? Working on moves, practice, working perfecting on moves, their craft. Perfecting their craft. How many times did you see that? Um, can I include the James Harden, Joel Embiid video? <laughs> the, the, the point is, how many times <laughs> did you see Ben Simmons in a video with Inclu- Joel Embiid? Including the video you just described once. Mm-hmm. And was Ben and Simmons video, in that video? No. That's you know that's the you know that's the, the the effect, that's that's the point. This man has come in, and, and and honestly, I mean, let's talk about it. Let's talk about the effect that he's had on uh, let's t- the effect that he's had on Ty- Tyrese Maxey. Mm-hmm. Maxey is saying, okay, while I got this guy here, let me learn as much as I can. Let me sit here uh, under this man's wing. I've. You know, you you have an opportunity to to learn from somebody, and 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 this is and this is kind of crazy because this this is a dynamic that me personally I have never experienced. How in fact, how old is Tyrese Maxey? Twenty one, maybe. Twenty one. That's a good. Let, let's find let's find out for sure. Like, okay. Continue. But I'm not. The, the the point that I am making is this is a, you know. It's not a a a far fre- a far fetched statement. Yeah, twenty one. Twenty one years old. James Harden is what thirty three. Mm-hmm. Tyrese Maxey literally grew up watching James Harden. Yeah. Was in high school when James Harden was in the finals with well, OKC. Well, Harden's thirty two. Thirty two. So- so yeah, eight years ago, when Harden is with OKC, was that eight nine years ago now? Mm-hmm. Eight nine years ago. At that point, Tyrese Maxey is not in high school yet. Not even in high school. In middle school. Mm-hmm. This is a guy like he's twelve thirteen years old at that point. Let me tell you something. I I, I and I, I'm, I'm gonna be real with you. Growing up. Probably one of my favorite players growing up was Alonzo Mourning. Mm-hmm. Absolutely loved him in college. That was my guy. Mo was a Zo was a baller. He was a baller. He was tough. He, mm-hmm. you know, he 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 was tough. And the thing about it that I always respect, he was never afraid. No fear. To challenge a shot. No fear at Zo. Exactly. He was somebody who was like, look, man, if I get dunked on, I get dunked on. Mm-hmm. You dunk on Zoe, you earn it. You're going to have to earn it. You're going to have to earn it. I'm not these guys now who make those business decisions, hey, I'm not going to be on a poster. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Bottom line is either I'm going to make the poster or you're going to make a poster out of me. But by, I'm going to be in this picture. Exactly. That no was my guy. Buckets. If I was – if I'm telling you, like, if I was a, a basketball player and I end up on a team with Alonzo Mourning, 
he would absolutely be completely annoyed by me. Because all I would do is I would want to pick his brain 24 hours a day. Guys, you can't have six guys on the court. Brown, you ain't in this play. What are you doing? I was asking Zoe a question. That would have been me. Brown, you ain't in this play. Sit down. What, you know, but, but what I'm saying, but you, you look at him. Mm-hmm. You look at that next game. Look at the energy that he brought. And I think that honestly, and, and and that kind of gives me a little that that kind of gives me the 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 confidence where it's like okay, there might be a point where Maxi comes a little bit back down to earth. Mm-hmm. Maxi has been a oh, see, that's the beauty of it. Two things: one, because one, you mentioned the energy, and that was where I where I referred to it as James Harden being fully engaged. Uh-huh. Because when he's fully engaged, he he lack he doesn't lack athleticism, quickness, quick hands, ball IQ, court vision, any of that that would those things you need to be at least a a bare minimum league average defender. He's not lacking. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of effort. He's been engaged, and then now you just started to bring up where where Maxi may st- fall back a little bit, come back to earth. That's the beauty of it, where Maxi and Tobias, even though we talked about Tobias struggling earlier, yes, you have two guys who are capable of filling that third scorer role. Yes. So if one does come back to earth, that second one is capable exactly. of, of stepping up a little exactly. bit. Exactly. And, and look, look how it played out. Look exactly how it played out with – Kind of maxi, kind of, kind of. Like if it was the opposite, I might be a little bit worried. Like mm-hmm. say Tobias comes out, you know, Tobias comes out to shoot and he instantly flourishes with Harden in the lineup, and Maxi struggles. Maxi's never been in this position before. That's when I'm kind of. That's when you kind of want to be worried about his mm-hmm. mindset. Where is he in his head? Is this getting in his head? Is this going? Is, is this, this going, going to affect his confidence? His confidence or whatever. Yeah. With Tobi- Tobias is a professional. Right or wrong, fair or foul, whatever. That's a good Tobias point. Has, Tobias has been down this road, where it's like, okay, Tobias has earned. If anything, Tobias has earned a little bit of patience. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, and it's like, okay, two games, whatever. Yeah, you know, and and even you saw it a little bit in that in this in the first Knicks game in the Garden. You know, Tobias missed missed some easy shots, some Some open open looks. looks. But in that fourth quarter, as the Sixers were starting to pull ahead, what did you see? You saw Tobias Harris making shots Mm -hmm. exactly, which is why he's not inept. I agree, which is why I I I, ref, I held back. I did. I, I made sure I did, I was clear. I didn't want to say I'm saying Tobias is a bum or he's not talented. No, no. it's just that hit the strengths of his game are a natural fit. So there's yes. going to be an adjustment period. Mm-hmm. That that is the one concern. If you're looking at how the team is built and you wanted to look for a negative, if you wanted to actively look for a negative, that's it. Tobias Harris is not a natural fit, but he is fully capable of being able to play the role that he that's required. Mm-hmm. He is. 
He is. And and, and at this point, you know, what, two weeks into it, mm-hmm. I'm good. Two weeks into it, I'm 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 buying into the hype. I'm ready to watch games. None of these teams in the East fear me. You know, none of them scare me. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling good. Plenty of time to, you know, plenty of time to change my mind. Plenty of time for reality to set in. If reality is going to set in. If. That's a good you know, question. You know, it. There's you know, nothing to say that this team has to come back down to earth. Yeah. You're right. You're absolutely right. There is no, like the Bulls, they're the number one seed in the East right now. Mm-hmm. Their record against the top teams in the league is terrible. Mm-hmm. I want to say it's what, two and 13, three and 13, somewhere in there, but it's terrible against the top teams in the East. Then you've got who else was up there at the top? Milwaukee, they're solid. Milwaukee, you got, you got, uh, you also got uh, uh, Cleveland, Cleveland, Cleveland Cavaliers, and I said this before. You know, all, with all due respect to them, Cleveland does not scare me. Mm-mm. Cleveland does not scare me at all. Not one single solitary bit. You know, I respect what they've done. I respect what they're, you know, what they're trying to build. You know, they 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 are in. I feel like they are in a position now. Whereas, like they they are truly trying to build a team. They might have mm-hmm. they they were trying before in the in the first post uh, LeBron era. Once you get LeBron, you can't you know once you once you get a player like LeBron, you can't build like you normally build. You got a LeBron build. Yeah, exactly. You, you need specialists to play with LeBron. Yeah, I, I need some rim protection, some rebounding, and a lot of shooting. Yes, yes. That's what, oh, but, yeah. that's what you. That's what you want to play with LeBron. But now LeBron is gone. You know they've now, got a nice young core there in Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. But they're yeah. not ready. No, they're not a threat. No, not, not I'm not not afraid of them. Not hmm. afraid of them at all. In fact, let's see. Let's let's, let's look at these standings. Let's, let me pull them up while while I'm here. Let me let me, let me use the technologies that I got on this little bit of, on this little laptop. All right, Eastern three Conference games out right of, now. Eastern you got Miami and Miami in first at forty one and twenty one. Two games behind them, you got Chicago at thirty nine and twenty three. Philly is in third with at thirty seven and twenty three. And two games in the loss column back from them is Milwaukee. Then Cleveland and Boston round out the top six. Toronto, Brooklyn, Charlotte, and Atlanta looking at the play-in right now. And Washington is only a game behind Atlanta for that 10th spot. Those are your Eastern Conference standings right now. Sixers are beating Chicago. Sixers have beaten Chicago. Sixers have beaten Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Sixers have beaten Cleveland. Mm-hmm. These are teams that you know. It's, it, it's not like there. It's not like there's a team in the East that have owned the Sixers. And, and to your point, the teams that did present problems for the Sixers this year. 
it was generally because they outplayed the Sixers on the perimeter. None of these teams have anything for Embiid on the inside. No. No. And now the Sixers have a player on the perimeter that what even if he he's not better than whatever guy you your personal choice is on one of those top teams in the East, you might like DeRozan, you might like Jimmy Butler, or whoever what guy you choose. Harden, you have to at least admit, gives the Sixers a legitimate option to fight back, as opposed to guys who had incomplete games. Even if a Ben Simmons was pl- was playing, he wouldn't shoot. Uh, Steph Curry, who was mm-hmm. questionable, I mean, not Seth, Seth Curry, Seth, who yep. questionable defense. Uh, with like we could go down the list, Shake Milton, all these mm-hmm. guys. James Harden is a more complete basketball player than any guard the Sixers had. Yes, yes. All right, our guest is here. Oh, we got, we, we, yeah. Our, our guest is just our guest has just stepped into the room. So let's add him to the to the conversation because we wanted we wanted his opinion for a minute. It's always good to hear his voice. Always good to see him, Mister Anthony Gilbert from NBA dot com. What's good, my brother? How y'all doing? Uh, man, always good. good. Always good to hear your voice, man. Yeah, getting ready for a yeah. game in a couple Definitely, minutes. Man. We're excited. Good. Yeah, yeah. I uh, wish I was down there, but should be a good one. Should be so good. All right. The question is: Trey was in. What did you think initially? And then what? Now that you've had two games, what do you think? I think it's a great trade. Both teams got what they wanted. Um, the Nets have Drummond, which is going to address like their front court rebounding, shot blocking. Uh, Curry's going to address shooting. So when you know, you get KD back, that just makes everything better. Um, oh, and they got Ben Simmons. That's right. Yeah. When 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 you, when you are breaking down the tree, I think honestly, one of the things that I was interested in as it went on into the season, as this drag, as this dragged on into the season, because it was obvious, you know, Daryl Morey basically said, look, I'm not just going to trade Ben Simmons for nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to give up Ben Simmons for nothing. I need a move a sp- he was criticized for, but seems yeah. to have paid out in the long term. Exactly. In your opinion, it paid out, right? Mm-hmm. You got James Harden, right? As opposed to people who were saying Tyrese Halliburton or um, what's the guard in Indiana, Malcolm Brogdon. Brogdon, yeah. All these guys who are nice players, but they're not game changers. Yeah. We were talking, like, at the beginning of the season, we're like, if you trade Ben Simmons, you better get in a Dame. You need to get somebody like Dame, Bradley Beal. Or James you know, Harden. Or James Harden. And then, you know, that's that was us in August. Mm-hmm. You know, in, in, in August. Those Once were August, always the three names that yeah. would have that made it feel acceptable to trade then. Yeah. You know, once like October went around, then you start hearing you then you're coming down a little bit. Then you're talking like all right, maybe a, a Tyrese Halliburton. You know, Maybe uh, you know, maybe not necessarily a superstar, but that top guy, you know, but but an up and coming guy. 
And then, you know, once October turned to January, so, man, just get what you can get. Just end this. Get what you can get. But in the end, what happens? Trade deadline, you get James, you get James Harden. Now I was I was saying that like, you know, as far as both teams, they they got what they needed. Mm-hmm. Philly was, you know, Ben Simmons forced their hand. Uh, but I agree with you guys. You know, getting James Harden was like, oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, and and what I really like about the trade is that not only does he complement Embiid. Uh, with his ball handling and pick and roll. But I like the camaraderie that they're already showing. Um, they're playing for one another. They're making the team better. And James Harden, like, can pass the ball. I, I don't mm-hmm. really remember that part for, about his game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's because we haven't you seen that since OKC. Yeah, you said easy man. buckets for, for, for um, Matisse Thibel. And you're seeing Maxi be able to slide into a more comfortable scorer's role yeah. than having to actually facilitate the offense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so from the Sixers' perspective, I don't think they could have done much better in ha- having had their hand forced. Yeah. I just didn't like one thing. I don't like Ben Simmons being in the division. Uh-uh. That's fair. Yeah, that, that is <laughs> that, fair that's enough. Fair. That's that 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 is fair enough. I I. Was I for one was like, look, if you ship him any, ship him somewhere west Don't where you far. only have to see him two times a year. <laughs> yeah. Now, my, so I, I guess my my question now is is now that you you we've gotten this small sample size, it's easy to kind of it, it it it's easy to 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 go overboard. But realistically, how good can this team be? Well, I think their uh, conference finals good, at least. Um, I I projected Philly to be much better next year mm-hmm. and not necessarily better this year. But And I know that the Knicks aren't a great barometer to mm-hmm. see like where your team is. However, offensively, I was like, man. This is this is a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, this game is like, whoa. You know, I, I was really, um, I'd say I was excited by what I saw. And, you know, that's, that's rare. You know, we watch a lot of basketball. Um, but to really be excited about, like, the possibilities, I just was like, man, triple-double. And the way he was just getting everybody involved. Mm-hmm. And, like, the defense really has to pick their poison. You have potentially the, this year's MVP on the floor with mm-hmm. a former MVP on the floor and, you know, a rising star, you know, along with some really solid players in Thibo and um, what's my man from Long Island's name? Um, Thibault, Maxi, um, who else? We got? The young players. Um, Yang. We got no, some no, He's a starter. My man, the forward from Long Island. What's his name? Tobias Harris. Tobias. Oh. <laughs> I drew a blank. I drew a blank. But, yeah, like, that core group, and then you're going to bring a Granger off the bench 
who's a, a good shooter. I mean, he hasn't shown it much mm-hmm. this season because I think Seth was having a great year. Um, but I think they'll go into the playoffs a lot better than they had mm-hmm. in years past. And people are going to make a knock on the coach. But it's hard to mess this one up. You know, mm-hmm. I know they are, they like to say Doc Rivers doesn't make the adjustments and things of that nature. It's going to be hard to mess this one up. You got a yeah. point guard, a real true point guard who can score and assist. You know, we just and, need... And is able to think the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Like, he's... For everything, everything everybody is saying is like, man, they got James Harden. Like, <laughs> that's... That's a great problem for Philadelphia to have. So I have a one question for you, though. Um, thinking a little bit further into the future, because you said you, you expected them to be more of a threat next year. Mm-hmm. Does that expectation include Tobias Harris in that long-term plan? I believe so. I, I mean, looking at his contract, you know, in the NBA, you have to trade contracts. You're not really mm-hmm. trading the player, so... Looking at his contract, I think he's gonna be a sixer. Um, I feel like he'll he'll show his worth. You know, everybody's mm-hmm. gonna go home over the summer, work on their game. A lot of it is predicated on what happens in the playoffs. If they advance to the conference finals, um, they, if they taste that conference finals, if if they can beat Miami or Milwaukee and they can get to the finals, like. That's gonna that's gonna bring everybody back. Like you know what, man? Like it, it'll be like it'll be like the we owe you one Sixers, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and and now they they got that that piece. I mean, I I've always liked Ben as a facilitator. Mm-hmm. He showed me a lot of great things defensively, mm-hmm. but on the team he was on, they needed scoring for him. From him, I mean. The team that he's on now, they don't need him to score. So it 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 works, but like you know, to replace his net zero on on the offensive mm. side <laughs> with an MVP is is crazy. I, mm. I I really can't believe like. And to happen in yeah. season at that, <laughs> those kind of guys, those type of tra- trades don't generally happen during nah. the season. Be- yeah. Especially because, as you mentioned, you have to trade contracts in the NBA. The, the like that's a forty plus million dollar contract the Sixers were able to bring in. That's crazy. So you have to give props to Daryl Morey on being able to do his job as well at a high level as well. Absolutely, and I'm sure there was some some tampering going on, but whatever. Like <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I mean, I told JB, I think the whole thing was the long con from Harden from the time he left Houston. He knew yeah. where he wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah because, so what is, because of Joe Allen B. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So 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 where do you stand now on on Dalmore? Because I feel like there it, it's kind of been like a ro- a roller coaster. You know, first thing he does, you know, when he comes in, he kind of cleans up. Uh, the messes, yeah. if you want to call it he that, of uh, Elton Brand got rid of Al Horford. Yeah. Got them. Got contracts. rid of Al. Yeah. Got if rid of Al Horford. Else, moving Al Hor- or Horford is a genius move. 
To me, but to me, it's like getting rid of Al Horford as well. To me, also getting rid of uh, Richardson as well. Mm-hmm. Getting rid of Richardson as well for a piece that got you James Harden. You get rid of you. You get rid of Richardson. You bring in Curry. Curry, which helps you get James Harden. And it's like, I, I, I I'm, I'm a mark for the process. I marked out for the process. I believed in the process all the way back to Hinky. Right, that's just me. It, 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 it's whatever. You like you know, drama? Yeah, I, I do. I do. I do because I. I feel like the process was what everybody, what every Philly fan wants for every Philly team, no matter what. Being a Philly fan means when your team does not win, your answer is blow it all up and start over from the from 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 the bottom. That's what it is to be a Philly fan. Mm-hmm. And for the first time in my life, the process was. The Sixers saying, "Okay, let's do that. Blow it all up and start. Let's from blow it all up and start from the the very bottom." Well, they you're right, John. Like mm-hmm. they had to do something because yeah. they were a perennial forty one and forty one team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they would make it to the playoffs with low expectations. You know, um, and then first you round beat, exit, you get second a beat round that, if you're like, lucky. Yeah. fell into your lap during the process, mm-hmm. which is great because he should be a Cleveland Cavalier, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah. But then you get two guys that went to Brooklyn. You got Okafor and Simmons. Mm-hmm. But you're, you're right. Like, for all intents and purposes, it worked. And I, I've been high on Dal Morey since he got here. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like he... Like when he came in and, and, and cleared the books, I thought that was a great move. It's a huge mm-hmm. asset to your team as you continue to get better. And then he didn't really have to do anything in the sense of just be patient and just wait for that right window. Because Which is I what know, he said he was going to do all along. Yeah, because him and James Harden were texting each other the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Like I got this. Just wait. But the, but the mm-hmm. thing about it was, what what I respected about and, and and let me get back to to the process real quick to make this quick point. The thing about the process that I I respected was when Sam Hinkie talked about optionality. Mm-hmm. You know, being able say not necessarily committing to pieces long term and being a hey if something does not work, let me make this switch to find something that works. And I feel like when we moved away from Hanky, brought in the Colangelos, we got away from that. But I feel like Daryl Morey has kind of gotten us back to that. Where first thing he does when he comes in, gets rid of Al Horford. Gets rid of Richardson. But what do you do with Richardson? Richardson becomes Curry. Yeah, You bring in Curry, now it looks like Ben Simmons doesn't want to be here. Okay, Ben Simmons doesn't want to be here. I'm going to use this piece that I got for Richardson, throw him in with Simmons. Now I got James Harden. Yeah. And, and don't That's forget. That's the optionality now. That's, you know. Don't 
don't forget that the NBA kind of stepped in and was like, uh, we're not doing this no more, guys. Yeah, yeah, you know, tr- <laughs> true, 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 but look what it, you, you know, it, 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 I, I feel like, and the Colangelo's did it to themselves to say, hey, you know what, let's just let the Sixers do what they do. You know, you, you see how the Colangelo era ended. I think the NBA owed it to the, then the NBA owed it to the Sixers, like, all right, all right you know what, my, my bad. We try to step in and try to help y'all, and we ain't really help y'all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But 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 nonetheless, here here we now are, and it's not like, it's like you have Harden in tow. You were able to, you know, you had a player, you, you wanted, this team wanted to build around Simmons and, and B. Simmons wanted out. And now you have a superstar that once again makes your team better. Yep. Now, once again, makes your team better. Once again, puts you puts you in a better position. You know, it's like this team was number this team, and and I'll I'll ask you this: this was a team that was number one in the East last year. Mm. Number one in the East last year. You look at that team. You look at this team. This might be a simple question to you, Anthony: Is this team better than the team was last year? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. All right, so 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 so, where where do where do we go from here? What's what is a realistic way to look at where this team goes moving forward? Um, well, I think they're gonna have a good playoff run, and when I mean good, like definitely, I'm I'm thinking conference finals, just based off of that game in the garden. I I saw some things. With uh, pace and space and defense and that's your word, Josie. Josie, he, he used that word like you spacing. You saw what I saw. Sounds like he you used that word spacing. Yeah. Spacing, that's your word, Jonesy. And let me ask you just one question before we let you finish, but something mm-hmm. to throw in there with it. Five steals from James Harden. Yeah, I was he's, about en- to say he's engaged defensively. Yeah, defensively, I saw some things that I was like, okay, like James. James gets it. He's a complete basketball player. And he was in some situations where he was unhappy. And he mm-hmm. forced his way out. Um, that's something that I'm not used to seeing. Um, but this is the this is the world we live in today. But you see that, okay, now he's where he wants to be. And he's like, okay, I, I can, like, be myself now. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying the man was dogging it. I, I only he knows that. I'll just say he's a much different player than he has showed. <laughs> and and I'm here for it because um if Philly makes a deep run and I believe they will, uh we get playoff basketball, man. You know, like let's 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 go. Like let's play this into May, uh mm-hmm. potentially June. And, and I think that we can say that, finally say that, and, and actually um, really mean it. You know, mm-hmm. in years past, you kind of say it in, hoping that it, it, it comes to pass. But, man, they're tough. And, and the league knows they're tough. You know, and you retain Maxi and Thibel. You know, it, it's like, man, you have your young, your young guys. They, they get to grow with these veterans. Mm-hmm. And these and these perennial all stars, come on! Like you, you, you yeah. this is what you want. 
You know, there's not a player in the league that doesn't look at Philly when Ben Simmons was there and and doesn't say, like, man, I would love to trade places with that guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? Because mm-hmm. um, every other point guard in the league shoots the ball. You know? So, yes, Ben's a facilitator. Yes, I've been on Twitter defending him because – I just saw it for what it was, so I just defended it. Like, hey, you surround this team with shooters, but now they have, like, everything in one person, you know? Mm-hmm. Dribble, mm-hmm. pass, shoot, um, really sound mind, understands the game, understands what his big man needs. It's like, man, like, Philly's a very dangerous team, and as they proceed, they'll just get better. And, and they'll just be that much more dangerous. Like, Milwaukee is not going to walk into Philadelphia the same way they did last year. It's just not going to mm-hmm. do it. You know, and Miami too. You know, Miami's going to look at Philly like, okay, like, we got to bring it. They, they're definitely going to bring it. You know? I hear you. Couple quick, couple quick points because we're, we're up against it with time. What's the ceiling on Tyrese Maxey? Man. Flat out. What's um, the ceiling with him? I think he's going to become an all-star shooting guard. I really do. Mm-hmm. Um, he might not be perennial all-star, but I think he'll make a few teams. Mm-hmm. I think he'll definitely make a few teams, and and hopefully, um, him and him and Harden could be something like, uh, you know, what they got going on in uh, in Chicago. You know, like mm-hmm. a yes. heck yes. of a one-two backcourt with the big man in the middle. I mean. That's a nice three-headed monster right there. You know, that's like mm-hmm. being a triangle type stuff, mm-hmm. you know? Exactly. I feel like Maxi Maxi has the opportunity yeah. to own this city. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. he's he's just the type of guy this city, you know, that, that unheralded player who works his way up to being a superstar. Mm-hmm. That's the stuff that this city eats right up. Yeah, they 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 love that. Yeah, like they offensively, that. he's better than Aaron McKee from the two thousand and one team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, more athletic. You know, different mm-hmm. game, but like not okay. quite as big, but faster. Yeah, but shooting thirty nine percent from three defense to get to that McKee mm-hmm. level. But I I like it. I mm-hmm. like it. Like it's, he's a serious weapon on that team. Yes, absolutely. And 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 he he's he's the type of guy, you know, that low draft pick, you know, that's the type of player that you, you know you you kind of want. Mm-hmm. You know, that low draft pick that kind of works his way up to being a you know more than just a contributor. Yeah. You know he he he's he's not necessarily he's not necessarily a role player, but he does have a role on this team. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, for sure. What about and and Thibault too? You know, I don't, I don't want to leave Thibault out of, out of this conversation. Like, where where do you see? Because I know there's questions about his offense and his actual ability to shoot the ball. Although he has more of a willingness to shoot than the guy we just got rid of. But you know, we're. <laughs> I, I, but want, I want everybody out there to just really know, like, the really great teams. The guys know their roles, mm. and and with that type of talent on on your 
your squad. Like, Dybul can just really be a high-energy guy, focus on defense, get those easy baskets in transition. You know, like, yeah, sure, I need you to knock down the open shot because it's going to find you for sure. But, like, that's not what they need from him. So it gives him opportunity to grow and to play within himself. And I think he's going to grow into something really special. And he's going to turn out to be somebody that, like, they can rely on both ends of the court. And and that's just going to make them that much better. You know, like, right now, just be patient. You don't really need much from him, but he's going to give you all that he has. And, and I like him, man. That's why he's still on that team. Last question I have for you before we get out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, the DeAndre Jordan talk. Is that a is that a move the Sixers really need to be looking at? Does he have anything left, or is he really washed up? He definitely has something left, and they're only doing this because they want insurance on Embiid, right? So it's mm-hmm. like, hey, if they can get up big and they can get some get him some rest, you know, you bring in the backup, you know. So they got Willie Cauley Stein, and he's solid. But um, I think DeAndre Jordan adds, you know, a lot more to your front court. You could probably mm-hmm. play them together, like Drummond and the B did a little bit. Um, I just I think they're looking longer term. You know, short term, it's like eh, it doesn't really move the needle. But like as you make that run, you're you're gonna need somebody like a Andre Drummond because that's a huge huge loss mm-hmm. uh, from that trade. But I, I, I wouldn't mind it. Okay. You don't need him to do that much. So I don't mind it. All right. Quick question I want to ask the both of you. And because it just because you touched on what they're thinking about long term. Long term. And yes, you know, all it needs is yes or no answer. And, you know, we keep it moving. Long term, would, would the Sixers benefit from thinking about bringing back Jaleel Okafor as a backup? <laughs> nah. No? no, where are you? Don't, no, no. Ah, look, man, as a backup, not 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 the star, not not you know, just like hey, he's not a rim protector. He's not he's not a defensive guy. Gotcha. And what gotcha. you need backing up Joe is somebody who makes sure the defense doesn't fall off when he's off the court. Mm. More than anything else, you've got scorers on the team. You need yeah. somebody to protect okay. the rim, rebound, and Fair. do that. And Fair. that's and, where Josh offensively. Offensively, he's a, he's a back to the basket guy, and mm. that's that's not what this team. That's not what this team needs. is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that wouldn't be right. the move I'm looking. That at. would be the move. Okay, no problem. <laughs> Ag, what you got? What you got working? What you working on, man? What you got? Uh, so last time we talked, I was working on uh, a piece for ESPN, um, and it should come out around conference tourney tournament time which is like mm-hmm. next week i believe mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um my editor called me today and was like look i'm leaving the company and i'm like ah but you know we had the money conversation and he's like your story's in good hands we're gonna give it to another editor so all right let's go so mm-hmm. it's it's a college basketball piece and uh it's kind of like a oral history on the unofficial rivalry between the Temple Owls and the Memphis Tigers. Mm. 
Mm, okay, this mm. should be fun. I'm looking yeah. forward to this. Okay. One. Yeah. See here, I, I here I am thinking that he's about to jump into our long uh, me and Jonesy's <laughs> long-standing debate over whether or not conference champions should yeah. get no, uh, should play in the uh, the first four. But that's that's you know we got a game to watch. All right. For sure. All right, AG. Where can people find you, man? Where can they find your stuff? Um, I really post all my stuff on on all my platforms. I'm I'm on every platform. I'm about to start doing some TikTok. That, um, see, you know, there you go, Jonesy. All my handles are AX Gilbert. AX I Gilbert. appreciate y'all. Thank exactly, you. exactly. Keep oh, it simple. You, you like me. I can't be these dudes out here that got that's on every different platform of social media and got a different, different. handle for each one. I am JLB from DVM, and I am JLB from DVM on Twitter, on Snapchat, <laughs> on TikTok, or or Instagram, exactly. whatever. Got to keep it consistent. Exactly. Yeah. I, I would forget. Thank you. Hey, G, it is always a pleasure to talk back. No I'm doubt. Man, for real, I appreciate you, good brother. Thank you. Uh, absolutely. For real, man. Appreciate you coming hey. on with us. I hate the rush to end it, but I'm trying to watch oh. this game. Exactly. All good. All, good. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Anthony. We appreciate you, brother. All right, gentlemen. Peace All right. Peace. <laughs> Peace. All right. That was Anthony Gilbert. Always good to have that brother award, man. Oh, that's, that's absolutely. It, it, that's my man. It, 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 it's 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 funny how things work out. Now I, I won't keep you long because I want to watch this game just like you. Uh, but I, I met Anthony through another guest that we've had on this show, Tim Parker. Tim Parker introduced me to Anthony Gilbert, and it was like from then, like I'm sitting there and I'm listening to I'm listening to Anthony talk to somebody else about basketball. Mm-hmm. And you know how you 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 don't want to you know you when you kind of ear hustling, and you don't want people to know that you ear hustling, but you ear hustling. That's what it was like. I'm like, oh, this brother knows his stuff. Oh, absolutely. I I need to be cool with this dude. That's a dude I need to know. And he's always working on good stuff, so I appreciate him, man. All right, nonetheless, let's keep it moving, man. We got a game to watch. We got we got basketball to watch. We got a team that's that that's on the move. I don't even don't tell me the score. Don't tell me nothing. I'm about to turn around and watch this game. Hey, if you enjoyed this podcast, let me know what you think. Hit us up Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Jones Brown, or you can hit us up at BITW. That's how you can reach me. That's Mike Jones. That's the coach. That's the point guard. That's the floor general, Mike Jones. I am, that is him. That's the guy. I am John Brown. Thank you for listening to the Jones and Brown podcast. Remember, download this podcast wherever you get your podcast from to search best in the world sports. Shout out to Landscape Radio. We'll be back on the Landscape Radio show soon enough. Soon as we feel like taking that over. Shout out to Lance J. Oh, yeah, we've got some big things coming there, too. Oh, oh yes, that's coming. We, we about to take that show over. We will see you guys next week. Enjoy the sports. We out of here, y'all. Peace. You feeling this podcast? Peace.
hear this and more, go to soundcloud.com slash sports or on iTunes or Apple Podcasts and search Best in the World Sports. You're listening to Jonesy and Brown. Brown.